welcome back to um the podcast um today i think i'm going to talk about my psychology degree and also just school in general because i feel like there's been a lot of changes like the past week um so i like started my psychology degree or i guess i declared my psychology major um like around this time actually no like last year after winter quarter because I took my first psychology classes last spring quarter so it's been a full year and um, I'm actually done with the degree now or like at least all the major requirements for um, a bachelor's of arts in psychology and I'm considering doing like a business psychology bachelor's of science degree And I don't know how that's going to work because I already fulfilled all of my bachelor's of arts requirements. So like, is that going to be two separate degrees or do I only get one? Or like, I don't know. But anyways, I was like, I literally told everyone I have like the summer off and I have like fall and winter quarter off because I like, I'm done with all my requirements except for like these three classes I have to take for Japanese studies, which I was going to do over um, studying abroad. But then um, both the study abroad programs that I applied to got canceled because of COVID. So now I'm just like running around and like trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my um, the rest of the time I have at UCSD. And I was going to take winter quarter, um, fall quarter and winter quarter off along with like having summer off as well because I've done summer session like the past two summers <laughs> because I was like scared not to be productive or something. I don't really know. But um, I like told everyone, like my coworkers and my friends, I was like, yeah, I'm going to have summer off and I'm going to have fall quarter off and I'm going to have winter quarter off. But then I was like, um, I like contacted an advisor, I think, on uh, from like UCSD. And I was like, so if I'm going to take two quarters off, like how, how does that work? And apparently like you have to apply for readmission and um they're like yeah i mean since you're in good standing like you shouldn't have any trouble like having your readmission application be like accepted and stuff but i was like no 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 like i don't want to do that process so i was like well one way i can avoid that is to just like not take two quarters off and if i'm like gonna take classes anyway i might as well like get a degree out of it and I was like looking at um psychology like specializations. I was like maybe I can do like clinical psych or something, but I'm not really interested in therapy. I don't know. I was like I feel like what people think of when someone says like psychology major is like, so tell me how you feel. And like we learn about like Freud and like Skinner and um Pavlov and stuff like that. And like we do. But like there's so many other applications of psychology than just to like therapy and like pharmacology and stuff like that I guess that's more like psychiatry but um yeah so I was like looking at other possible like additions to my degree at UCSD and um there was like a business psychology BS and the reason why I like was interested in that is because I'm taking this course right now. Um, it's Psych 178. It's Industrial Organizational Psychology, and it's like my 
favorite class like out of all of the classes I've taken at UCSD for psychology I think this is my favorite one <laughs> and it kind of sucks because it's like my well it was gonna be my last quarter at UCSD like um excluding like the Japanese studies classes that I had to take which I was gonna take over study abroad but I don't think I'm gonna have I'm gonna like take it in Japan anymore because I had to give up my scholarship because they wouldn't let me defer it a second time which is like reasonable but I was like dang I had like three thousand dollars lined up for me from this like scholarship that I worked so hard for but I had to give it up because um it was originally for like summer 2020 and then that got or no spring 2020 and that got canceled because that's like when COVID was like I don't know like she was very active in that time and then I um, deferred it to fall 2021, so like a little over a year later. And Miss COVID is still very active in Japan. So um, they, like the program got canceled. So obviously like I can't really use my scholarship for a canceled program. And so like I asked them, I was like, so if I like decide to try one last time, can I like defer my award again? And they're like, um... If your program starts before December 31st of this year, then yeah. And I was like, well, obviously not. So, um, yeah, I had to, I sent in the payment today. Like, I had to um, pay $3,000 back to that organization through PayPal. And I was like, ugh, whatever. And, um, yeah, I think I'm just going to take those classes at UCSD um, the reason why I wanted to try again to study abroad was because, like, I didn't want to find an apartment in La Jolla for just, like, three months. I feel like that's, if I'm going to go through that hassle, I might as well get, like, I don't know, like, a study abroad experience instead. But, um, most likely, I'm just going to get everything done at UCSD because... I honestly haven't been on campus in a very long time and like I'm pretty sure I think they finished building 7th college and they're probably working on 8th, um, 9th, I don't even know how many they're trying to build <laughs> but um, yeah I'm gonna have to probably go back to campus and um, yeah it and it's also kind of funny because I was gonna be done with my Japanese studies major like when I only had one major declared I was supposed to like be done after 2020 <laughs> like I was supposed to graduate after two years but then I was like no I'm gonna pick up another major let me do psychology and um, I guess I'll talk about like why I decided to pick it up later but I picked up psychology and so I ended up staying a third year and I was supposed to graduate after my third year but um I'm like considering taking some more classes and getting a business psychology degree and that'll keep me at UCSD for a fourth year. So I don't know, it's kind of weird because like some of my friends are, um, they have to stay at school for like five years instead of four because like um, different circumstances, but I don't know, I've kind of extended my stay at UCSD by two years. Well, if I do decide to do the, um, business psychology degree I already signed up for the classes like I enrolled in them and like I got a billing no notice and I was like oh yeah I forgot I have to pay for these and um I feel like I'm talking really fast because like everything was happening so fast and I like 
first thing I knew, like, the program, my study abroad program got canceled. And then I was, like, emailing the people from the scholarship foundation. They were like, yeah, you have to send the money back. And I was like, ugh. And then um, the person was like, yeah, you're going to have to do readmission if you take two quarters off. And I was like, oh, my God. And, um, yeah, I feel like I'm just, like, taking L after L after L, like, if I were a restaurant, I'd be like L&L. L&L kind of sounds like Eleanor. Like Eleanor Roosevelt College, which is where I go. <laughs> um, I forgot where, like, what the main point was. Oh, yeah. So I'm considering taking on, like, I think I need eight more classes. And, um, or eight more classes to, like, be able to declare or like not declare but finish the um, bachelor's of science degree for um, business psychology and I'm probably gonna do it like I feel like if I have to go back to campus for like three months just for my Japanese studies major I kind of want to stay in La Jolla for like a year I don't know because the move out like moving in and out of like different apartments and like living situations it's like fun but it's not very fun when you have to do it every three months which is kind of like what 2020 was like I um I like moved in to my dorm for my second year and then I was like moving out after winter quarter to like move to um Japan for like three months because I was supposed to study abroad and then that got canceled. And I ended up moving from my mom's place to my dad's because a lot happened. And um, now I'm considering moving back to San Diego so I can, like, do a fourth year. And, um, yeah, I, like, literally pulled out my notebook yesterday. Like, I decided this yesterday that I would pick up the um, BS in business psychology. I don't know. Um... I think I said I talk about why I picked up psychology. So I got into UCSD as an environmental science or um, undeclared physical sciences major. And I was going to um, declare environmental sciences because I wanted to like advocate for the planet and stuff. But I didn't really have a clear picture of like what I would do as like an environmental scientist. Like it didn't really occur to me that I had to be kind of practical about what kind of jobs are available within that sector and it just like wasn't that appealing to me and um, I ended up doing Japanese studies because I wanted to teach Japanese and I was like well I'm a native speaker but I'm not very like good at grammar and stuff so I picked up Japanese studies and um, I picked up and then dropped an education minor after um I like decided I wanted to be a teacher. I picked up the education minor and then um, I picked up the psychology major because I was like, well, I want to understand like brains more and like thought processes so I can like better teach and communicate with like my future students. And then I dropped my education minor because I decided I don't want to be a teacher. And so now I'm kind of like finishing up my psychology degree just because I started it and I feel like I'm kind of too far into it to like drop it and also having two degrees sounds kind of cool so yeah I don't know I'm just like I guess having like two degrees 
is like wow that's kind of like impressive or at least that's what I always thought when like other people were like oh yeah I'm a double major like I'm getting two degrees I'm like wow they're so smart but um I don't know in my case and maybe their cases as well I'm just like how do you say like not impulsive but just very indecisive (laughs) and like every small decision I make like makes me believe I need to pick up a major for that and that's kind of what happened with psychology but I don't know I might go into business psychology and then um I don't want to go into like marketing or anything because I don't know I feel like I wouldn't have a great time in marketing but more into like um operations and um like staffing and benefits and stuff like that I don't know more like human resources side but not exactly human resources I'm not really sure if I would like that but my professor for my industrial organizational psychology class, he has his like own consulting firm. And um, I had to write a paper. I literally um, cranked out like five, six pages yesterday <laughs> because it was due today. And I went to the beach on Monday with my friends, even though I told myself I'd finish the paper before I went to the beach. Um, I didn't. So um, I wrote the paper yesterday and I kind of like read over it today. And then I just like submitted it earlier and um we had to write a paper about like basically a mock consult wherein like um we're like the ceo of like some company and um there's like direct reports so like managers and supervisors from different departments are telling us that like there's um decreased motivation in the company and we have to kind of address that problem like how we would assess Um, decreased motivation and whether their reports are like we can use those as operational definitions of decreased motivation and like operational definitions is kind of like um, how you measure certain um, what do you call those like constructs I forgot Um, but like for example um, to measure like um nervousness let's say like before an exam you might use like um foot tapping as an operational definition so maybe like how many minutes you spent tapping your feet like kind of in anticipation or like anxiety waiting for an exam like that's one way to measure it like as long as um you're the type of person who like taps their feet when they're anxious or like another one would be like um uh what's a good one I don't know I guess like we can say athleticism and the operational definition can be like how many miles can you run in like one go or like how long does it take for you to run a mile and like things like that so like something very objective quantifiable reliable and consistent across like measuring different people I guess And yeah, that's basically what an operational definition is. I kind of took a long time explaining that. But um, yeah, we had to learn that in um, my, I think it was Psych 70. We had to learn like research methods for the psychology degree. Um, Also at UCSD for the um, undergraduate psychology degree, we had to take like a computer programming class. So There were like a bunch of options, but I ended up taking 
um, MATLAB, like an introductory course to MATLAB, which is like a calculator for engineers. And it's like, you can do pretty much everything like MATLAB lets you do on like a regular scientific or graphing calculator. But like, I don't know, it was really fun. Like in my opinion, like we had to like write codes that like let us transform matrices and all that. And like, it sounds kind of boring talking about it now, but I had a lot of fun with it. Like <laughs> it was like a class where I was actually doing the homework and I enjoyed doing the homework because I think I just like kind of missed doing like math stuff because I haven't done it in a very long time. So yeah, we had to take a programming class and we also had to take a statistics class. So I took Psych 60 for that and that was like a pretty interesting and pretty easy class. Um, we also had to take this like uh, like lower div natural sciences class and I ended up taking psychology two. and oh my god this was the professor where um, she was pretty strict with it like I think the first quarter everything went online most professors were kind of like strict with like their testing and stuff like that like um, the professor for this specific class I remember she had lockdown browser and she like made us record our um desk setup like before the test so like we had to turn our webcam I don't even know what you had to do if you didn't have a webcam um but like we had to show our desk space and like our surrounding areas to like prove that we didn't have any like extra notes or like I don't know like any way to cheat on the test and um she had her classes set up so that we had to watch a three-hour lecture on our own time and show up to, like, three hours worth of, like, discussions every week. So that was, like, a lot, to be honest. And um, she changed this later, but um, in the beginning of the quarter, she had it so that after every discussion, I think we had, like, two or three discussions a week, there was, like, a quiz about the lecture Oh, no, I think it was, like, one discussion a week. And then, like, following that discussion, there was, like, a one-hour time slot where we had to take a quiz about the three-hour lecture that we had to watch for that week. And there was only a one-hour time slot, and it wasn't very, like, um, adaptive for different time zones. So it was just, like, for Pacific Standard Time. And there was this, like, one girl, um, she had to go back to, like, Italy, I think. And so she was, like... Um, it's like three in the morning or something when the quiz opens and like four when it closes. And so she like asked the professor during discussion, she was like, is there like any way, like, can you make accommodations for that? And her professor was like, no. And um, the students like in my class actually like bombarded the chat and like the, we were all just like, that's like not fair. Like you, um, yeah, we like kind of said that that's not like, fair and you know this poor girl was in Italy like she probably didn't have control over like whether she got to go back or not and um our professor ended up like making it more flexible I think she gave us like 24 hours after the discussion to turn in the quiz but it was still pretty hard because I feel like that first quarter everything went online I like that was like the first quarter I like kind of lost all sense of time and so I'm pretty sure I like missed a couple of the quizzes but yeah we had to take 
a natural science class and that's kind of like where I learned about like um like neurons and like how they like interact with each other and like all the nervous systems and like stuff like that and like action potentials <laughs> um I don't really remember it too much but yeah that was pretty interesting just like a lot of work and we had to take like some core classes so I think it was like four core classes total I took um, psych 100 which was clinical psychology I took psych 101 which was developmental psychology um, psych 104 which was social psychology and psych 105 and that one was cognitive psychology so they were all kind of just like very like broad introductory like um, core courses <laughs> for the psychology major just so like we're kind of exposed to like all the different applications and possibilities of psychology and um yeah I can't believe it took me this long to take industrial organizational psychology because I think I saw it in like the courses catalog um like a while ago but I put off taking it because like I had like more requirements I guess that I want to fulfill or maybe like the class was like waitlisted I don't really remember but I, um I'm very happy that I got to take it but kind of upset that like I'm taking it like now because if I had this professor earlier in my undergrad I probably like would have signed up for more of his classes because he has a really good teaching style and um once you get to college I feel like your professor makes or breaks your college experience or at least for the academic part and your TA <laughs> makes or breaks your grade. I just think it's like so crazy because um, I feel like no one in my friend group or like not no one but most people in my friend group have like gone off to college with like something like already in mind when we graduated from high school and like it's been three years I think since we graduated high school and we're kind of on completely <laughs> different paths than we kind of imagined we'd be on like um we had to write a five-year letter to ourselves when we were seniors and I think it was like an optional thing but I did it and um I'm kind of scared for when it arrives <laughs> I think it's coming like 2023 because we submitted it I think 2020 2018 so yeah um I don't know I forgot what I had like envisioned for myself as a 17 year old <laughs> and now that I'm like um I I'm turning 21 in like a little over a month so I don't know I hope like I didn't have super high expectations of myself when I was 17 I don't think I did because I wasn't even sure if I wanted to go to college like I was totally fine with going to like a community college if I didn't get into any UCs because I only applied to four UCs. Um, there's like a plane outside, but um, I only applied to four UCs. Those were like the only colleges I applied to because um, I got a fee waiver to apply to four like California universities for free. And um, yeah, I just applied to four and I was like, if I don't get into any of them, that's fine. I'll just go to like Elko and that'll be okay. Um, Obviously, I ended up going to UC San Diego. Um, I got rejected from UCLA, and I got waitlisted at Irvine, and I got into UC Santa Barbara, and I kind of wish I went, but at the same time, I don't because I loved 
um, my roommates that I met at UCSD, and yeah. But I don't know, I think as a 17 year old, that was like when I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be a teacher and I'm gonna get my Japanese studies on and I'm gonna like get an education minor and I'm probably gonna graduate early and I'll do like a master's program to get my teaching credential. And like I had all these plans in my head as a freaking 17 year old. <laughs> and like, I don't know, I guess, um, it was like a good goal to have and because I had that goal I'm like where I am right now because kind of like the historical domino effect things like I got to UCSD and I picked up a Japanese studies major because I want to be a teacher and that made me pick up a psychology major and um, that led me to taking the MATLAB course which like made me realize that program is is kind of fun and I'm kind of doing it as a hobby now like in my free time I'll learn how to code just like a little bit like I don't think I can ever be like a full-on developer but I don't know I feel like it's like a good skill to have even at the introductory level in today's job market so it's kind of a hobby right now and um, the psychology major also led me to taking psych 178 so now I'm like interested in psychology in the workplace and like I don't know I guess it's like weird because it's not where I imagined I'd be but I'm not really mad about it <laughs> it also just like makes me wonder um like where I'm gonna be um how long has it been since I graduated like four years so it makes me wonder where I'm gonna be like four years from now I think it'd be so exciting to be like living in a different country like not even city or state but like in a different country I don't know I feel like that would be so cool obviously like I'd have to learn the language if like English isn't like a major language there so I don't know I feel like I'd want to live in um I've always wanted to live in Japan for like a year or two just for the experience so um I don't know maybe I'll think about that I also want to um live in like I don't know Canada or like France oh my god it would be so cool to live in France and just like eat baguettes all day <laughs> but um I don't know because like four years in the future because I'm like 20 turning 21 so four years from now I'll be like 24 25 and that's kind of crazy I don't really know like where I'm gonna be in my career like maybe I'll still like have no idea what I'm doing and that'll be okay or maybe like I'll have a full-on like position at some like company where I'm like happy and like working or maybe I'll be unhappy and like looking for a new job I don't know because I don't think like when I was 17 I would have guessed that I would have like a psychology major at all. I feel like I was like interested in it but I was kind of like no everyone's gonna do like a psychology major like I don't want to do a psychology major and um like where we're at now um yeah so I don't know I guess if I do move to Japan it'll be like for a year or so I don't know how that's gonna work because that's like across the ocean and does that mean I would have to like leave my bed behind here? Like do I have to buy a new bed over there? Or can I like somehow like have this one shipped over? Like that would be so expensive. Oh my god. But oh my god I don't know. Because 
like talking about like moving and stuff and like going to La Jolla like even going to La Jolla um like moving to San Diego for college was such a shock for me like how different everything was oh no just like having a fresh landscape to look at and like kind of a fresh like city to live in is so refreshing to me and um I really like the process of getting accustomed like I feel like I'm always like I don't know I like getting accustomed to like a new setting and coming up with like a new system or like I don't know routine to like go about my day and like make sure I'm doing everything I need to and then like I don't like feel happy in the space that I'm in but once I have that established I don't know I I feel like kind of bored almost which is kind of where I am right now (laughs) I feel like um I just like go to work I go to class even though like class is over after this week and I take finals and stuff and like I'm gonna be like taking summer classes probably because um business psychology but um yeah like picking up like work shifts so it's usually also the fact that um the coronavirus hit and like the fact that I couldn't like really leave the apartment for a long time like didn't help at all so literally my quarantine projects like since I moved into my dad's apartment has literally been like organizing the apartment so like I would go to Daiso and like buy all these containers and like um jars and like food storage containers and stuff and just like pick out like one area of the house to clean and yeah I've been just like I don't know like sometimes I'll be using like some part of the apartment and it'll bother me so much like I don't know what it is like it's not really anything obvious but maybe it'll just be like more messy than I like or like I just don't like the way I have to like navigate around that certain area so I'll like dedicate a whole day to like going to Target or like Daiso and like deep cleaning that space and then reorganizing it and like making it look pretty and stuff but I don't know I feel like it'd be really exciting to like live in um Paris or I don't know because if I lived in Paris then I would want like (laughs) like the French doors that open to like a balcony and then like I don't like having a bakery downstairs or something and um I don't know I don't really, I don't really know what, like, the logistics, or not the logistics, but, like, the practical reasons for moving to Paris, other than, like, I want to live there, be, and also my dad is, like, eating and, um, watching something in the living room, so apologies if you can, like, hear Japanese TV, (laughs) um, yeah, I feel like if I'm gonna live in Japan, I would also have to, like, brush up on my skills, oh, if I decide to live in Paris, then I would need to, like, learn French. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, stop. Also, I would like to try living in, like, I don't know, maybe Korea for a little bit. I don't know if I can, like, live there for a very long time, but maybe, like, after Japan, since it's, like, close, I'll, like, go there. But, I don't know, I feel like... Well, I started learning Korean last year, and I'm not very, like, good at it, but I can understand some phrases and say some phrases i don't know if i'll ever reach like fluency but um maybe like i don't know i think there's like a fluency test for it i don't know what the name of it is because for um japanese there's like the j l p 
pt or something like that and then it's like n5 to n1 and n5 is kind of like the most basic level and n1 is like the most advanced level and i never took that test because i didn't know it was a thing but um when i started like the japanese studies major and stuff and like started like talking to some of my classmates in my classes they would always talk about like the jlpt and like the jet program and i was like what the f what <laughs> and um so like the jlpt is kind of um i think it stands for japanese language proficiency test i think that's what it stands for but um it like happens like twice a year i think like you have to enroll in it and then like study for it and then take the test and I don't know if it's like one test that everyone takes and they rank you according to that or if you like apply for a certain level like if you want to take the N2 test or the N3 test for example. So I don't really know how that works. And um, what was I going to say? I had something that I wanted to say but then I got carried away talking about the JLPT. <laughs> oh, the JET program. So the JET program is like an English teaching things I, I forgot what the um i forgot what jet stands for it's japanese english teaching program i don't know japan english teaching something like that but basically you apply to the program and i think it's like sponsored by the japanese government or something not really sure but you like apply to the program and like if you like pass all the interviews and like the screenings and stuff you basically get assigned to a school in japan and you like get like living subsidized or um, i don't know how to phrase that but they like get you a place to like live in japan and you like teach these kids english and they can be like elementary to high school students i'm not really sure what the range is but there's like a teaching program and there's also like um i forgot what the um term or like the position title for it was but there's also like if you're a little bit more proficient in japanese then like you can like i forgot what it was like you help promote i guess like different cities or something to like help attract tourists and also like improve international relations i guess like mostly with america i'm not really sure but um i was also like looking into that and um there's also like a similar program offered by my city um but it's like with a specific city because like it's a program that's like done through our sister city relationship and um yeah so like you have to like live in this city to participate in that program i believe but for the jet program you can be like anywhere and i think it helps if you have teaching experience i'm not really sure if it's required though and i don't think you really need like a whole lot of japanese proficiency you just like have to be willing to like teach kids english and most likely you'll learn like japanese while you're there because most people are probably going to be like speaking it around you and you're like gonna want to understand but yeah and i don't know how i would learn french if i wanted to like live in france or like maybe italy or something like somewhere in europe because i've never actually been to europe now that i'm thinking about it i've been like my entire life i have been to las vegas a couple times 
and I've been to San Diego because that's where my school is and I have been to Japan twice three weeks each so like a little over a month total in Japan and um I think that's it and my parents told me that like I like followed not followed they like took me on a road trip when I was a baby or something so I think I went to like Georgia and like Florida and all that when I was little but I obviously like I don't remember it and um if it's like within Japan then I went to like Tokyo and Osaka and Kobe and Okayama and Hiroshima and Kyoto and like all of that but like even within Japan there's still so many places I haven't been so I don't know if I were to live in Japan I don't think I'd want to live in like the Tokyo area maybe like more like in the in the suburbs i don't really know what that would look like though i feel like for the most part the population is so dense over there i'm not really sure what housing looks like i know there's like a lot of people that like talk about living in like the countryside and stuff but i don't know if i want to live in like the countryside countryside i don't know if i can do that um i feel like if i did have to though i would get used to it but um Right now, it's not very appealing to me, so I probably won't plan for that. Um, that's not to say that it's like impossible though, obviously. And, um, Twiggy, stop. And, um, what was I talking about? My dog was like chewing himself, so I had to stop him. <laughs> um, I guess like, cause I'll be graduating college in the spring of 2022 which means I'll be like 21 when I'm done and then I'll have to like find a big girl job and like hopefully like move out and um like go about my life but like oh I don't know they like don't teach you how to do that stuff in high school and um it's very stressful I feel like um in my first year like I think it was like winter quarter I have like a traumatic experience with sweet potatoes i eat them now but like at the time i think i like avoided sweet potatoes for like a month or two afterwards or like after this experience um i was like eating sweet potatoes or something and then i had this like insane wave of like anxiety i don't really know what triggered it i was literally sitting there in my dorm like in the living room of my dorm like eating freaking sweet potatoes like thinking about like studying and stuff because it was like near finals time and um my anxiety symptom is like my throat closes in on itself so like it feels like there's a very like tight thick band around my neck and it's like stopping me from like breathing comfortably so like when it gets bad like I have to like tilt my head back and like really like put my focus on breathing and like opening my throat like I have to like I look so weird like trying to breathe like normally or not normally but breathe effectively and like I told my doctor and like my um therapist about it and stuff but I don't think there's really a cure for it other than just like try not to be anxious but it's really hard and like I've noticed that there's like some things that really do trigger it like, so, um, particularly anxiety-inducing things for me are, like, money or, like, um, like, jobs. I feel like if I spend, like, 
two minutes too long on LinkedIn, my throat will be tight for like the next couple of hours. <laughs> and um, if I like have to think about um, like budgeting and like my money habits and stuff and like thinking about like salaries like in the future like it can be way in the future like I'll be thinking about okay like if I want an apartment with this much rent then I'm gonna have to make this much money because I have to pay for utilities and I have to pay for gas and groceries and that makes my throat tighten up so bad like sometimes I don't know I feel like when it was really bad and also um, it was still happening when, like, COVID hit, so for, like, three months or so, um, I would keep getting these, like, anxiety symptoms in my throat, and, like, I, I think talking would have helped a lot, and I think the reason why these symptoms aren't as bad as before is because, like, as a cashier, I'm kind of talking for eight hours a day, <laughs> like, during my shifts, obviously, and stuff. But um, for, like, those three months when, like, COVID was, like, bad and, like, my throat anxiety was bad, like, I would feel my throat closing up and, like, I wouldn't be able to, like, or not be able to, but I wouldn't talk. Like, I wouldn't, like, use my throat in any way. So, like, it would just, like, close in on itself and, like, I could feel it was, like, kind of even painful to start talking after my throat felt like that for a long time. So, like... I don't know, I feel like I used to, like, hum songs and, like, sing when I was, like, doing chores and stuff. But I didn't do that for a while because, like, I don't know, my throat just, like, didn't feel right. And so, like, when I was, like, singing in the car, like, for the first time in a very long time, like, after those three months, like, my throat hurt. And I was, like, very confused about it. But I think it was just, like, my anxiety, like, really did a number on my throat. And it still happens sometimes. But it, for the most part, it's not as bad. And I realized or um, I learned that one effective way to like deal with it is to literally go on a freaking run, which is like, who would have thought? Because I hate running. Like it was, running isn't my thing. But um, I like forced myself to run one day and um, the way it like forces me to breathe <laughs> like helps my throat relax because like it realizes it can't afford to be like closed in on itself when I'm literally gasping for air like trying to run another step and yeah so that's how I'm like kind of dealing with my anxiety symptoms I don't really know how we got here I was talking about psychology and then I was talking about like being 17 and not knowing where I would be like as a 20 year old and then I was talking about like moving to France and then like to Japan and like the JET program and stuff and like and I, I feel like this particular recording is like all over the place. Um it is 6:54 p.m. Wednesday, June 2nd. So Wednesday of week 9, I turned in my final paper. I think I mentioned this earlier. But yeah, right now I'm just thinking about I want to move to like I don't know if I do move to France, though, I probably should start studying French. Hmm. I don't know if I can, like, I don't know. Well, I mean, I took Spanish in high school, and, like, for the most part, like, the languages over there are kind of similar. It's kind of like how, like, Japanese and Korean and, like, probably Chinese, we have, like, a lot of similar-sounding words. And I think they all came from China, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> and... 
Yeah, I feel like because I have, I think, three years of Spanish experience, probably two, honestly, like, if we're being real, because there was, like, one year, I think it was, like, my last year of Spanish, I was, like, sleeping every class period <laughs> because I was so tired. I think it was, like, my sophomore year. And um, my sophomore year, I was taking, um, I think it was, like, three honors classes and one AP and it was like AP Calc, or not Calc, it was AP Chem. And I was taking um, honors, what was it, like pre-calc? I think I was taking honors pre-calculus, and I was taking um, honors AP Lane? No, not Lane. It was just like honors English, like two or something. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was just like not a great time for my like brain to be picking up a new language so I don't really remember much from that third year um but I do have the two years before it so hopefully if I do decide to learn French that'll come in handy and like maybe it'll make it a little bit easier for me it's been weird though because I have like a lot of coworkers that speak Spanish and um sometimes like I'll be like oh I wonder if I can like say something in Spanish like I wonder if I remember how to say this in Spanish and I'll be like trying to remember a certain word and like how to say like how to translate this like one English word into Spanish but the Korean translation will come to my head instead so my hypothesis is that like my brain is using the same channel that it was when it was learning Spanish, except now it's getting like blocked out by all this Korean information that I've been like jamming into it with like watching all these K dramas and um, I don't know, studying Korean in my free time. Also, Korean and Japanese have like near identical grammar structures, which made it really easy for me to pick up. Obviously, I'm still like not able to speak very well, but for the most part, I've noticed that like when I'm studying Korean, I'm like, oh, that can, like, be a direct translation of, like, Japanese. And, um, yeah, that has made it very easy for me to learn the language. I think being bilingual in Japanese and English ha is kind of, like, a blessing. I mean, it was obviously, like, really sucky when I was, like, in kindergarten. And, like, I literally didn't understand any of the other kids. But, honestly, I don't even remember that anymore. So, who cares? And I feel like having the knowledge of like two like almost polar opposite grammar structures and all of that I feel like that has like made my brain a little bit more able to pick up new languages and like new concepts a little bit easier just because it's like used to bending over backwards and um yeah I don't know I feel like there was like a whole thing of like the benefits of like being bilingual i don't really remember too much of it though but um if i do have a kid i'll probably teach them japanese just because like i don't know i feel like i should obviously like if i want them to speak japanese to me which i think would be like the cutest thing ever to have like a little mini me speaking japanese with like mimi oh my god that'd be so cute um yeah, so I feel like my focus right now would just be, like, to study more Japanese and maybe pick up French if I really do want to, like, live in France or maybe even just, like, visit it just so, like, I'm not super, like, 
don't know, like, ignorant before going, I feel like. I should learn some of the language before going there. If I'm, like, gonna go to France, you know, like, I might as well learn some French. And I'll be able to order at, like, cafes by myself. And it would be such a good time. And I don't know if, like, any of my friends would want to go with me. They probably would. But I don't know when that'll be. Because right now, everyone's schedules are, like, so hectic and on top of that so different and incompatible actually i feel like a lot of my semester friends are done so like a lot of my friends go to cal state long beach and they finished up their um semester i think like a couple like a week or two or three ago i don't know but they're done so they're like on summer break so i'm sure like they can do whatever they want unless they're doing like summer classes like i'm probably gonna do Speaking of summer classes, I have to pay for them. I got like the billing notice in my email this morning, so I have to do that. And um, I think I'm gonna make dinner soon because I took my dog on a walk. Honestly, one of my favorite things lately has been going to the near, like the local park with my dog. He gets so excited. Um, we like walk like two to three miles. I don't know. I just like listen to a podcast or some music while I'm like walking and kind of just like look at the trees because there's so many trees and some of them grow so funny so just like kind of looking at them and like being like wow they're alive and like they're doing a good job at it I don't know <laughs> and like kind of just like watching people um play baseball or like watching little kids learn how to ride bikes and um personally I don't know how to ride a bike yeah, I never learned how to ride a bike. I feel like that's also something I would like to do in the future when I get to it. Maybe like when I'm teaching my kid how to ride a bike, I'll also be learning with them. So <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that would be an interesting, I don't know, experience. Like, yeah, um, I'm going to wrap it up here. I don't know how long it's been since I started talking. Probably like 30 minutes, 40 minutes. I don't know. But yeah, I feel like that was just like a brain dump, kind of like, I don't know, like a thought dump of just like my psychology major and um, life recently. And also a little bit about like my Japanese major and also where I want to go from here. And yeah, it was a lot. So um, if you like listened up to this point, thank you. And um, I'll see you or not see you, but um, I'll bother no I don't want to say that um I will talk to you again soon <laughs> okay bye bye